What's up, gents? This is the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungemach. I'm the founder and curator of this wonderful thing. It's a love child of mine, something I've wanted to do for a long time. Anyway, this is a Saturday morning coffee episode. Saturday morning coffee are short episodes where I sit down, talk about something that's on my heart or on my mind for about 15 minutes or so. Uh, they come out on Saturday mornings. The idea is to sit down, be inspired on Saturday morning to live a life of service to our God and King. Today I'm going to talk about football, but first, make sure you're sharing this podcast with people you know, people you love. A couple big episodes came up this last week with Mike Yarborough, all kinds of good stuff to share, talking about homosexuality and entrepreneurship and all kinds of stuff. So make sure you're getting on listening to the last episodes, uh, but also sharing this thing with the young men around you so they can keep growing and becoming mature young men of God. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Ladies and gents, this is my favorite time of year. This is my favorite time of year for a couple different reasons, one of them which is that I get a brand new group of kids that come in my classroom about a couple weeks from now, and that's very exciting to me. I love seeing the changes in high schools every year and the way cultures change and all that kind of good stuff and being around it. And the more I get to be around high school teams and high school players, the more excited I am. Um, and, and also just like the weather changes <laughs> and it gets more pleasant up here in Wisconsin. The summer, the middle of the summer is wicked humid. So it's either raining or it's miserably humid and hot. And so this time of year it dries out and it's still hot, but it's like enjoyable outside. You can go outside and spend time outside and enjoy it. But the most important reason that I love this time of year is football, man. Two million boys, two million young boys will strap on the pads this year and go out and play football. Now, less than a million of them are going to go out and play varsity football in high school, and less than 7% of them are going to go and play uh, college football at any level at all. But it's still very important, very special to me that guys are going out and playing football. It means a lot to me, and it means to me that masculinity in this country is not dead until football is dead. And I know that sounds dramatic, and I know there are other ways to learn how to be a man than playing football. And I know that not all football experiences are created equal. There are some bad coaches out there that aren't teaching their boys anything about being men. However, football is important. Football was very important in my life growing up, and football remains very important in the lives of many young men, including the young men that I get to coach every single week, which is very exciting to me. And I'm so happy that I get to go out and coach football this year. Very, very, very fun. Now, I will be the first to admit that I was not ready to play football. I mean, I played football in middle school a little bit um, and didn't I, – I did fine. But it's, there's, there's a different step up that happens from middle school to high school. And I was not ready for high school football. I was soft. I was weak. I was, just, I was a chubby, weak kid with weak of heart, weak of mind, weak of body, and I was not ready for football. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand the plays. I messed everything up. I was a wimp. I would try and get out of drills, try and get out of practice. 
I would sit in eighth hour and just fret, fret, fret over how terrible I knew practice was going to be. I didn't buy in. I didn't get it right away. I wasn't a man yet. But by the grace of God, I was able to grow through that and get to the point now where I'm a strong Christian man who can go out and do things for the people I love and coach the kids that I love and be there for the family that I love. I can go out and stay in the fight and fight those battles for the sake of the kingdom. And a large portion of that growth came from football or at least was impacted by football. See, when I played football, I was first off, it was just, I was terrified. I was scared. <laughs> and there were big kids, and they looked like they were going to bite my face off, you know? Like, it was terrifying. I was scared every day when I went to practice. But over time, forcing myself to show up at practice every day, sometimes it was just because I didn't want my dad to see me quit. Sometimes it was because I knew I liked wearing that jersey on game day. Sometimes it was because eventually, after a while, it was because I loved my buddies who I was playing football with, even though it didn't start right away. But eventually, time after time, I showed up and was confident and bold about it. And by the time I got through college, I wasn't afraid of anything anymore. In fact, I would go after it. So there were like there were guys on our team in particular, um, but on other teams too. You get less choice of who you go up against during a game. But in practice, I'd pick the biggest, strongest, the best players to go against so that I could test myself. I enjoyed that portion of, of football, but it didn't come right away. It took time. It took years. It took 10 years. To really get to the point where I was, <clears throat> I embraced the fear and chased after it. Now, that doesn't always perfectly translate into my life. There's still times that I'm afraid. But I have the ability to look at fear and overcome it because I practiced it when I was a kid. Football also is a very mental game. Like, you got to be thinking the entire time. You got to know what your assignment is. You got to know what your job is all the time, and you need to be able to do it. Well, I don't think I have to explain why that translates into the real world. If I don't know my job, if I can't do my job, if I can't figure it out, I'm not going to have a job to do. And finally, there is a shock and violence to the game of football. And because of the violence of the game of football, you need to be big, fast, strong, and fit. Both mentally and physically, but also spiritually. Now, when I showed up and started playing football, like many 14-year-old boys, I was not strong and fit spiritually physically or mentally it took years of disciplined training to get strong it took years of disciplined film study and playbook study to learn the plays to learn the drills and to get decent at what I wanted to do to be able to put myself in a position to actually play in fact my senior year of high school I did not do that I failed to do that and ended up losing my starting spot and as miserable as it was at the time Man, it helped me to grow. It helped make me into a better man and helped me understand now as a coach what kids need and what they need to understand and what they need from you in order to get better. Okay, you can't just assume they're going to get better. You got to teach them at some point. But that was discipline over time. Football taught me to be disciplined over time. It taught me that I have to be consistent in that discipline over time. And it taught me I'd have to continue to persevere through all kinds of other things. Like you think in the middle of May, it's easy to go hit the weight room and get ready for the next football season? When I was in high school, I would get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I would eat breakfast. I would drive a half an hour to go work out in the morning at school. And I would work out for two hours or so, put on my work clothes, my John Deere green work clothes, and I'd drive to work. And I'd work until 5, 6 o'clock at night. I'd go home, eat a meal do my chores at home, and pretty much go to bed. 
get up the next morning, do the same thing. And granted, I had weekends off just like everybody else does, but hey, that's a lot of dedication for a 16-year-old, and I wasn't alone in that. The whole team was doing that. There were guys doing that all summer long, and there are guys doing that all over the country all summer long. There are a whole lot of kids like me that have that work ethic and are learning that drive because of the game of football. I love it. I love it to death. Football also is one of the very few games that teaches you to be a good teammate. Now, I know in basketball and volleyball and all these other games, you have to be a teammate and you have to be a good teammate at some point. And in order to be really good, you got to be a really good team. However, in the game of football, everyone has a specific job to do and nobody else can do your job for you. If you're one of the 11 men on the field, you've got to do your job. And if you don't do your job, nobody can win. You're depending on 10 other men to do their jobs, and they're depending on you to do yours. And that is a skill that not a lot of people learn. There are a whole lot of people who think it's all about them. And on a good football team, you learn that you are part of a group. You learn that you are about a part of a team and that you have a very specific job to do and you do it. You play your role. You do your job. That's what Bill Belichick talks about the Patriots, even at the professional level where they've won four, four, four Super Bowls, five Super Bowls, something like that. They are still working on just doing their job well. It's impressive. It shows them a lot of maturity from high school students to be able to do that. Football's gotten a lot of crap over the last couple of years about being bad for kids and teaching violence and creating you know, violent kids and then also um, getting kids injured and hurt and being dangerous. Now, I have something to say about that. In the book of Ecclesiastes, the Solomon, speaking the words of God, speaking the wisdom of God, says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a little a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and to and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Now, if you listen to that and you take that seriously, you recognize that the Lord himself says, there's a time for love and hate. There's a time for war and peace. There's a time for violence. There is a time for it. And when these boys grow up to be men, they will see fear. (laughs) They will meet head-to-head with hardship. They will meet head-to-head with pain. There will likely be a time in their their lives where violence is appropriate, where violence is the answer. The question is, will they be prepared for it? And if they don't ever practice it ahead of time, if they never get to model it, if they never get to walk through it, if they never get to see those challenges when they are young, they will not be prepared for them as adults. If I never am afraid of anything as a kid, then I won't know how to deal deal with fear as an adult. If I never experienced violence in a controlled setting as a kid, I will never know how to, in a healthy way, deal with violence as an adult. If I never have to be a part of a team as a kid, I will never be a part of a team as an adult. If I'm never hurt as a kid, I am never going to have a pain threshold as an adult. If I never learn perseverance as a kid, I'm going to give up easily as an adult. What better place to learn these skills 
than a football field. Playing a game. Playing a game that they love. They don't even know they're learning those skills. But they are life skills that they need to grow up and be men of God. There is a time for violence. Think about the way the Israelites conquered Canaan. God didn't magically make the Canaanites disappear like that. He fought wars. And in fact, (laughs) there were a lot of Israelite casualties in those wars. What about the way he used the judges to ward off the Israelites' oppressors? Or the way Jesus cleared out the temple? Or the way he describes the last day in the book of Revelation? There is a time for violence. How did David earn his throne? How did Jacob become Israel? How did Abraham rescue Lot? How did Elijah get rid of the prophets of Baal? There are countless examples of violence in Scripture, appropriate violence at the appropriate time. And what better way than to train our boys in violence at the appropriate time in the appropriate way? Finally, there are a whole lot of people who are claiming football is too violent, that it's bad for our kids, it's bad for our bodies, it's bad for our brains. First of all, good coaches teach their kids to play football safely. And that doesn't mean they don't tackle and they don't hit or that they use bad technique. It means they teach them proper technique, proper tackling technique. Just like any other sport or activity, the level of safety your kids encounter is directly related to the quality of the coach that they have. So seek out good coaches. Seek out programs with good coaches who are going to teach your kids good technique and they will be just fine. But even when they do get hurt, it's a part of life. They need to get used to it. Injuries happen. Injuries happen doing everything, walking around, walking down the street, walking down the stairs. I fell down the stairs and I'm 26 years old. I got a bigger bruise for that than I think I ever had playing football. Guys, kids are going to get hurt. They're going to get hurt on their own. So we might as well put them in a controlled environment where we can monitor their injuries and monitor their progress and their growth. But even more than that, here's what I think about football and sports and the level of injury. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. And I use it to justify all kinds of crazy stuff that I do. And I think it's a good (laughs) thing to remember. Is that God has given us bodies and he's given us bodies to be used. He's given us our bodies to use for his glory. To use for the welfare of his kingdom. And part of the welfare of his kingdom and part of his glory is just simply living. Don't let worry and grief and pain hold you back. Go out and live and use the body that God has given you. Use it to his glory. Here's the quote I was talking about. It's from Hunter S. Thompson. He says the following, Life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, Wow, what a ride. That's all I intend to arrive at Heaven's Gates. Screaming and yelling and talking about how great of a ride it was. Guys, get out there. Take some risks. Allow your kids to take risks. Teach them to be men and teach them to be warriors. And you can't teach them to be a warrior without a little bit of violence. So we might as well let boys be boys. Let them play the games they want to play. Teach them good technique. Let them go out and play football. And if you are going out and playing football or coaching football this season, God bless you. Be with you. I pray that you're safe. I pray that you're healthy. I pray that you're strong. I pray that you lose if you match up against the Wisco Junior Vikings (laughs) because I really hate losing. (laughs) But guys, remember, your sons need to grow up and be men and you need to teach them to be men. And football, rugby, wrestling, 
They're all great opportunities to teach our kids controlled violence, teach them to harness the God-given desire to be a little bit rowdy and wild, to use it for their good, use it for the good of the community, use it for the good of their school, and use it to help each other and to grow as young Christian men. Because someday when they are men of God, they will need to know these things. They'll need to know how to deal with these situations. And they won't know how to deal with them if they've never seen it before. God bless you guys. Go play football. Enjoy it on TV. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes like this on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast app, and Pippa. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Time to Gird Up. You can find us on Facebook at The Gird Up Podcast. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at Coach Ungemach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H, at gmail.com. Please leave a five-star rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. The more four- and five-star ratings we receive, the more people we will reach on iTunes because iTunes will boost us more. Thank you to Seth Palmeyer for our podcast art. And thank you to you, the listener, because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So with that, I encourage you to go out, man up, gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Have a good one.